The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro, Smyrna, and all of Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. And the Blue Raider Insider Report, sponsored by Mike Tanzel at My Team Insurance. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Welcome into all sports talk on this Friday afternoon. Tim Tackett along with Dick Palmer. That's uh, two guys who are not normally here on Fridays, Dick, but the, here we are. Two guys who are coming in here wearing Bermuda shorts on the first week of March. I'm telling you what, this this weather's just great, isn't it? It is just great. It it won't last. We know that. You you you've done way too many baseball games in cold weather, which is miserable. By the way, baseball is is one of my. I guess it's probably my favorite sport, but it is so miserable in cold weather. You wouldn't believe whether you're. Whether you look you're out. Play- you look out of the press box and see those coaches on the third base line in thirty three or four degree weather. Sometimes spitting snow. I just have to wonder how they do it. I played baseball through it. I guess I played in Indiana, so I. I guess it must have been cold for some of our games. I don't really remember that. But we had a game in Cookville against Tennessee Tech uh, one year when Coach Peterson was here, and it got snowed out. It started. It started snowing about the fourth or fifth inning, and we were behind, and we scored just in time to to go ahead before the uh, the blizzard really hit. They called the game off, and we won it. <laughs> Was it Detroit last year, which we won't have to worry with this year? There is no opening day for baseball, sadly. That's true. But I believe it was Detroit last year. Someplace it snowed pretty, pretty heavily throughout much of the game. And you know, a lot of the uh, a lot of the teams up north are are going to the to the covered uh, stadiums, the, the closed-in stadiums. Some with retractable roofs and. You know, that's good as, as far as getting the game in and, and comfort level for the fans and players. But it's still, you know, to me, baseball is an outside sport, natural grass type sport. I, I understand the the benefits of artificial turf and, and dome stadiums. But to me, it's just it's just not the same unless it's played outside. Dick, uh, it's not really baseball quite yet. No. And it is basketball quite yet, to be sure. High school and university uh, wide, uh, we, we need to get to that. So let's go ahead and take our first break. That way we don't get interrupted in our next conversation. But I have a baseball trivia question for you. I'm ready. When we come back. Okay. Dr. Craig McCabe, the eye doctor you hear on the radio. So tell us what it was like to go through the cataract surgery. Oh, it wasn't bad at all. There was no soreness, no hurting. They made you feel comfortable. I mean, I can see things that I I couldn't see clearly before. It's absolutely wonderful. I do it again. I love it. 
McCabe Vision Center on Heritage Park Drive, just off Memorial behind SunTrust Bank. Hello, it's me, your automated banker. Was it something I said? If so, please press 1. If it's you and not me, please press 2. You are caller number 1 to me. Switch to First Bank and get the great personal service, local decision-making, and a real person to help you at the other end of the phone line you can only find at a real community bank. Plus, our mobile banking app now keeps us even closer. First Bank, where the accent is on you. Member FDIC. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. This is Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. Did you know that you can plan your funeral in advance without actually paying for your funeral in advance? In other words, if it's not a convenient time to pay for your funeral, you can still choose your funeral items and we'll file them away for later. Let's consider that together. You make the decisions for yourself, and when that financial window opens up, it becomes an easier decision. Call me at 615-893-2422, and let's plan together. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Tim Tag and Dick Palmer with you on All Sports Talk. Lots going on in, as far as the world of basketball, but Dick, since we brought up baseball, A, you I, you are very disappointed, as am I, that Major League Baseball is in the shape it's in. I'm ready to see some games and uh, even the exhibition games. I, I like to watch from time to time to see uh, how the Braves are, are going to look this year. And, uh, Joe, who's still, the bad guys waiting, in this thing, Dick? I'm still waiting for him to sign Freddie Freeman. As well, soon I'm not going to do that. Who's the bad guys here? The players, is it the players or the owners that you see, see as the bad guys here? Is it, or all of the above? Yeah, that's true. Uh, I don't know. Maybe all of the above. <laughs> the question is this, or maybe this is more of a uh, statement. Is this the trivia question? Well, it is. It is. My brother, who I know listens in, in Indiana, told me this. I found it very hard to believe, just very much like uh, – I told him Louis Tiant in 75 and went back and watched that World Series game and in the ninth inning of game three or four, I guess it was, he'd made 162 pitches, had given up two hits with two outs in the ninth. The manager goes out and leaves him in the game. That would never happen these days, right? No. Never get to 162 pitches to start no, with. But, to but begin certainly, with no, Certainly after two, two outs and two hits in a row, you got to bring in your ace, right? Exactly. Louis Tiant was the ace. But this question is this. 1972, the uh, Philadelphia Phillies finished, he told me this, finished last in every major sport. The Red Wings were last. The Eagles were last. The Phillies were last. The 76ers were last. The, 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 70, but, uh, was that 72? 72. Oh, 72. that was one of my best years then because I don't particularly like any of the Philadelphia teams. <laughs> Steve Carlton was a pitcher. Yes. Young pitcher for the Phillies. They won 59 games that year. That's 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 almost New York Met like when you, you know, in the hundreds in losses. He won every other game they won then. 
About. That, that's my question. How many how many wins did he have that I year? Thought he, I thought he had like 24. 27. 27. Wow. 27 wins out of 59. Can you imagine how frustrating that had to be for him? I mean, they when he went to the mound, they probably had a little bit different mindset. Than I, yeah. I mean, his ERA was unreal. Yeah. Because uh, if you're losing, uh, losing 50, uh, 103 games, that means your hitting's not very good either. And defensively, you're probably not very good either. That before he went to the Cardinals? That's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I think he came from the Cardinals to the Phillies. Well, he? maybe. I don't know. I don't remember. I believe that's the way it was. Uh, yeah, he did trade for Rick Wise, uh, I was told. My friend John Calla could tell me all, all of right. that. But. Well, let's get into let's get into uh, high school basketball right quick. We've got uh, Middle Tennessee Christian Schools. We're re- recording this at uh, 11.15 in the morning. It's right, it is right now. So Middle Tennessee Christian School will be taking the floor at the Eblen Center in about an hour. So in the state tournament in Division Two, uh, so we'll see how they are. But then the semifinals, good for them. And, the, the, you know, they started well, kind of hit a little bit of a lull during the midseason, but they've come back and uh, played very well. And uh, good luck to them. The, the, the team to beat there is going to be Webb out of Bell Buckle, though. That, that team is absolutely loaded. Yeah, Shoemate's done a great job over there. He's got some – he's got some uh, imported players that are that have uh, that have really uh, – turn that program around and they're going for their second straight state championship and then tomorrow night uh sub-state games one in murfreesboro bradley central will host oakland in chattanooga area cleveland would be more specific right. than, than that and uh blackman will host meg's county uh, a team that I, I know to be really good i have on another show talk with ben bobick out of chattanooga weekly and uh, he tells me Megs is, is re- really a good team, not as good as Bradley. Here's the next question. You probably know the answer to this, too. How many games in a row has Bradley Central won in the district regular season? I, I would not know. It's over 100. Wow. I mean, think about that. That's Coach Reuter. That's Coach Reuter, for sure. But anyway, uh, those games tomorrow night, 7 o'clock local time. Local time in Chattanooga is not the same as it is in Murfreesboro. No. So if you, if you plan to go to that game, make sure that you pay attention to the, that is an Eastern time zone game. 7 o'clock local time, so it'll be 6 o'clock here in Murfreesboro. So if you're going to the game and get there at 7 Murfreesboro time, you're going to be late. And those four those four schools seem to always pop up around state tournament time, don't they? Meigs County has been to state no telling how many times. Bradley is a perennial state, state tournament. I, Bradley has and somebody from Murfreesboro is usually there. Yeah, Bradley probably has as many state championships as all the Murfreesboro schools put together, and, that, and that's a bunch. Yeah. Because Riverdale's won seven or eight. Blackman's won a couple. Right. When Jim Smitty was there, they were uh, they were a final team. Uh, you could almost write them into the finals every year. And state, tur- state tournament begins next Tuesday instead yes. of Wednesday because there are now four classifications and eight teams come in. Dick, that is wall-to-wall basketball for five days. Boy, it sure is. It's, it's a little bit different uh, type format this year, and they've, they've uh, realigned a lot, of the, a lot of the districts and regions, and we'll just see how, it all, uh, see how it all falls out. Great place to hold a basketball tournament, though. Middle Tennessee's Murphy Center, Jimmy Earl, Monty Hill Arena. Is yes. That, do I have the names? I think right? it's the Monty Hill Arena, Jimmy Earl Court, but I... I could be wrong. No, I, well, anyway, both names are there to be sure, and and uh, and they need to be. Yes, and they need to be. Uh, I think both schools have a chance to win. 
I think both schools have a chance to lose. I mean, I, I see both those being pretty competitive games. Oakland, well, unfortunately, has one of their better players out because of a, a fisticuffs that she had two, two uh, games ago. So she had a two-game suspension, to, which is one of the reasons Blackman was able to handle Oakland maybe a little easier than I thought they might in, in the region finals. And, gosh, you just hate to, for a team, for whatever reason, injury, uh, suspension, COVID, whatever there might be, you, you you just like to be able to play for those kind of stakes with your full you want to have You want to have all your players there whenever you play a big game, no doubt about that. And Blackman is the defending state champion, so uh, they've got uh, they've got a case to, to prove. And on the boys' side, Stewart's Creek, the lone wolf alive of our area teams, uh, they'll take on Cane Ridge, which is a powerhouse team out of Nashville with maybe the best player in the state. The Miller kid. Yes. Yeah, and uh, Stewart's Creek, has they've been good for a long time now. So good luck to all those schools, that, and WGNS Radio will carry a lot of those games. Uh, you can look on this website for games to be played. No games tonight, but uh, tomorrow night, Brian will be city. They will cover the Meigs County-Bradley game. Uh, have reports from Oakland and Bradley for, for, for sure, and uh, so we'll just see, see how that goes. On the on the university side of things, Middle Tennessee women will close out their season tomorrow. Men will as well. Men will be on the road at ODU, Old Dominion. Correct. And the uh, Lady Raiders will finish up their season uh, with Old Dominion here at 2 o'clock tip-off. Uh, Dick, the men have finished the season undefeated at home at 15-0, and and the women are undefeated at home. 12-0. 12-0. I didn't know the number was, yep. but – I don't think that's ever happened before. And one more game to go to keep it completely clean. I, I have every expectation Middle will do that. But, uh, I mean, think about that. That's pretty pretty salty. It really is. Uh, the Raiders uh, have, have been a good home court team all during, well, not only uh, Coach Coach Ensel's tenure here, but, but even before that. player uh, Teams just didn't like to come in here and play the Lady Raiders on their home court. So uh, we're looking forward for a good to a dirt turnout. It'll be Senior Day tomorrow. It'll be they'll have the legends uh, with former players coming back to the game. They'll be introduced at halftime. Uh, there's a there's a next level club luncheon before the game, and then after the game, Senior Day activities. So it's a lot going on tomorrow at the Murphy Center. You've seen, I guess, every game as the play-by-play man it's uh, once in a while you might have to miss from here to there but uh tell me where the team is right now uh as compared to where they were starting in the a lot of things have changed hopefully all for the better and then clearly they've got a shot to win the tournament i asked coach ensel from time to time he always uh, grades on a uh, scale of one to ten i said where are you now coach well early in the season we're about a four and uh, I'd ask a couple of weeks later, well, we're up to about a five. I think the last time I asked him, maybe two to three weeks ago, he said, we're about a six and a half. So that means they're, they're progressing to the way he wants the team to be, to the level he wants them at when they, when they enter tournament play. And he's always said that one of the reasons they play a tough pre-conference schedule is to get them ready for tournament play because that's the type of opposition they're going to have when they get into the to the tournaments. And there's a lot riding on this game tomorrow uh, with Charlotte uh, 
falling to Middle Tennessee on Thursday night and Old Dominion losing uh, to Southern Miss, it means that the Raiders are just one game behind Charlotte. If Middle Tennessee should win on tomorrow, and if Charlotte should lose and they play Southern Miss tomorrow, that means Middle Tennessee and Charlotte would end up in a dead tie and the Raiders would have the tiebreaker. So there is a huge uh, stake riding on the game tomorrow. There is. Uh, the men have already settled their deal. They're, they're, they're going to finish first. Yes. Despite their loss on Wednesday night, uh, they play uh, Old Dominion tomorrow on the road as well. Uh, but uh, have already clinched that that number one spot. More Maybe more important than number one spot is to just make sure that you're in a position to get those buys to, to right. toward the and final round. One and two don't matter a lot in this league, I don't yeah, think. Yeah, I think the ladies have already uh, sewn up a, at least a number two and could get a number one. And the men, of course, uh, wrapped up their division for number one. So both teams will be playing on Thursday in the uh, tournament in Frisco, Texas. So surprising, this men's basketball team, Dick. You know, I haven't had a chance to – since we play this mirror schedule, uh, I haven't had a chance to see the men. I have seen them play two conference games, the, the two makeup games. They played on a Monday night here. And then I saw them play some in the in the pre-conference schedule. But they're an exciting team to watch. I imagine you've been out and seen most of the games. I've seen a lot of them. And it, it took me a long time to convince myself the team was good because things had been so sour for the last couple of years. And, the, and frankly, the preseason schedule for them was pretty light. Yeah, yeah. It was really difficult to tell for sure. But, but when they went to Murray State in December and lost by six, I thought, that's a pretty good sign. They go to Chattanooga a week later and lose by eight. Now, we're talking about losses here. Yep. But to two really good teams on the road, as it turns out, Murray State is, what, 24th in the Top country 25, now? Something yeah. like that. Chattanooga will win the Southern Conference. So looking back, those were signs that, you know, this team is, is going to be okay. I thought we played well at Ole Miss. I, I yes. watched, watched that game on TV, and uh, we acquitted ourselves very well against, uh, against Coach Kermit Davis' uh, team. So, uh, anyway, that, that takes place t- tomorrow, uh, the uh, women's game at 2 o'clock. Hopefully you'll make out. Yeah, I think the that. men's game is at the same time over in Norfolk, Virginia, so we'll have dual broadcasts going on, and uh, we'll, have the, we'll have the Lady Raiders here on WGNS uh, and, our, and our network station. I think the men will be on, uh, on the game network uh, out in Asheville, and you can also get the games on the Varsity Network. If you haven't uh, gotten that app on your on your phone or your device, remote device, it's a really good tool to pick up the broadcast if you're out of the, the listening area. I've listened, I've listened to several games. Uh, so you can make that work? I mean, if, if you can make I that have, work, any daggone person Tim, can do I have it. made it work now. I'm, <laughs> I'm telling you, when the baseball game was, was uh, not on radio, but it was a live stream uh, the other day, I, uh, I got it on the Varsity Network and, and listened to it, and it was just clear as a bell. Bob Jamison, by the way, is down at Mobile, and we'll have the weekend series uh, between South Alabama and, and the Raiders. It will be on radio tonight. We'll be a live stream tomorrow, back on radio on Sunday afternoon. One of our fellow Optimist Club members. That's right. Fellow uh, and former 
voice of the California Angels. And the Nashville Sounds for a long time before that, and uh, just a uh, generally overall good guy. Well, we don't let anybody in the Optimist Club that's not a general pretty good guy, do we? You got that right. We don't, no losers there? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take a break. Chip, back. Chip Walters will be back with our Blue Raider Inside Report. You're listening to All Sports Talk. Folks, I hope you listen in every Sunday night at 8 o'clock to the Edwin Lee Raymer Show. We'll talk about some local politics, national politics, all types of topics, all types of guests. That's 8 o'clock Sunday night, Edwin Lee Raymer Show. Talk to you then. Good afternoon. Still heavy as expected on 24 coming in from Davidson County. Stop and go up and down sections of Middle Tennessee Boulevard. Tons of radar, at least it was earlier on I-24 as you continue towards Manchester. Warmer weather is waiting for you right now at Pensacola Beach. Book your next getaway. PensacolaBeach.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Folks, we try not to be controversial, but in these times, you can't help it. Tune in to Rutherford Magazine with your host, me, Mike Sparks, Sunday evenings from 5 to 6 p.m. Listen as we talk politics, some local history, faith, and freedom. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even cost less. At State Farm, when home and auto works as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody. We come to you from Norfolk, Virginia, where men's basketball will take on Old Dominion tomorrow afternoon. But we'll get to that in just a moment. First of all, let's go to Blue Raider Baseball. The uh, Blue Raiders coming off a 10-5 win over Western Carolina down in Chattanooga uh, on Wednesday night. The uh, Blue Raiders uh, scored uh, runs late in the ballgame, scored two in the eighth, five in the ninth, 
to uh, come from behind to win that ball game. The uh, Blue Raiders are now in Mobile, Alabama. The uh, Blue Raiders will take on South Alabama for a three-game series, and Bob Jamison will be on site at Stanky Field. He'll have the broadcast beginning tonight uh, for the first pitch at 6.30 right here on WGNS. Also want to remind you for all Blue Raider broadcast, if you, uh, you need to download the Varsity app on your phone, Varsity Network app to your phone, because when we have overlapping broadcasts, all of that, you can find the streaming feed on Varsity Network. So, first of all, baseball tonight. Tomorrow will be a streaming-only game due to men's and women's basketball all going on at the same time as baseball. So, up next, speaking of hardball, Blue Raiders softball heads to the Sunshine State for its uh, non-conference closeout series as the Blue Raiders travel to play in the spring games at ROC Park in Madeira Beach, Florida. The Blue Raiders are playing earlier today uh, against Georgetown and uh, and also Albany on the docket earlier today. We'll have all the results, and you can find them on GoBlueRaiders.com. All right. Women's tennis heads to the Windy City to play UIC and DePaul. And after splitting last weekend's matches in Louisiana, Middle Tennessee women's tennis heads to Chicago to take on UIC and DePaul. Both matches will take place inside the XS Tennis Village in True Road matches. All right, let's take a look at the standings uh, in Conference USA basketball first of all for the men of course the blue raiders have wrapped up the eastern division championship uh after the loss to uh charlotte the blue raiders hold a three-game lead with one to play western kentucky and florida atlantic tied at 10 and 7 after last night's action charlotte is a game back at nine and eight that's uh what is going on uh, at, at those standings in the top of the division? Last night's final saw FIU or FAU rather win at FIU 71-51. North Texas beat UTSA 59-48, and Rice lost on the road at UTEP 70-67. Uh, so on the women's side. Big action tomorrow as the Lady Raiders uh, could finish first, second, or third, no matter depending on what happens uh, in in the in the games tomorrow. Last night it was Southern Miss winning at UAB 67-57. Uh, Rice wins at home over UTEP 82-62, and uh, North Texas wins over UTSA 53-51. So the standings at the top of the East: Charlotte currently with a one-game lead over Middle. Tennessee at 13 and 4. Old Dominion is 12 and 5. So Middle Tennessee, if they can defeat Old Dominion, will finish in the number two spot in Conference USA. But if Charlotte loses to Southern Mississippi, which could happen because Southern Miss leads the West, uh, Middle Tennessee could end up in a tie and get the number one seed in the Eastern Division going into next week's tournament. So it all will play out tomorrow. Well, that's it for this afternoon. We'll have another update for you coming up next week. But join us for Blue Raider baseball and basketball all weekend right here on the Blue Raider Network. Hey, hey, hey! 
Nothing gets your attention like a happy client. When we were planning our move from Wisconsin to Murfreesboro, we chose Chip Walters of Exit Realty. He knows Rutherford County, and we looked in several neighborhoods. And Chip helped us write an offer on a house in Murfreesboro. And it was accepted on the first try. If you were to tell me you were looking at buying or selling a home, I'd tell you to choose Chip. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamm and Associates, your trusted advisor in real estate. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back into All Sports Talk. You know, Chip's report uh, came from Norfolk, Virginia, I'm sure, and I'm sure he probably uh, went over a lot of the same stuff we just we just said. So uh, I guess we, I forgot to mention that we talk about radio schedules here at the station. Middle Tennessee baseball also muddies that water some as far as getting games on the air. Well, I take it take it, it takes a a Harvard graduate to figure out this broadcast <laughs> schedule. Well, and, and and I know they get calls here. They turn on the radio expecting to hear something, and they hear something else. And they're told you can go online and hear streamed here, there, and yonder. But uh, uh, I hear high school f- people fuss because the Raider games are on instead of the high school games. I hear Raider fans fuss because the high school games on instead of the Raider games on. I hear Lady Raiders coaches uh, fans fuss because the Raider game is on instead of the. La- it, it, well, it just proves one point: you can't satisfy everybody. So if you try to satisfy as many people as you can and then just uh, take the brunt of the criticism as it comes. Dick, there are things that come along in this whole world that make you recognize that sports is just not quite as important sometimes as we, we expect it to be. And, of course, uh, I, you know, I mentioned to you off air that uh, with the, the foreign presence of most every school around now, uh, you know, when, when world news happens at like – out of Ukraine with Belarus and Russia and so forth and, and having those foreign players. Uh, I just have to wonder what goes through their minds for sure. Well, I read the story, and I think it was in the Post, was it this morning or yesterday, about the, the former uh, Stewart's Creek player who was playing professional basketball for a team in the Ukraine. And when everything started to get hot, he started looking for a way <laughs> to come home. And he finally, I think, got to Poland just as the invasion started, and he got out of the, got out of the country and was able to, to come home and is back and was at the Stewart's Creek game the other night uh, uh, when they played in their regional game. Well, and, as I say, we have a Russian player. We have a, one from Belarus that uh, they've got to have friends, family, whatever, that are highly affected by this. And, no doubt about that. No and doubt. as I say, it, it makes you understand just the importance of things. And, you know, family things come along with you. They have in my, my case, or you recognize that as much as we love sports, it's not quite as important sometimes as we lo- like to make it out to be. That's exactly right. And uh, a, lot of the, uh, a lot of the sports that normally take place with Russian teams are being affected by that now. So let's go back to uh, the Lady Raiders a bit. Uh, Dick Palmer's take on the Raiders and you've seen the league and so forth that tournament's going to be pretty wide open don't you think all of there's six five or six teams that could win it I think most of the good teams are in the east division you got middle Tennessee Charlotte Old Dominion Western Kentucky and Marshall either either one any of those five or six teams could could win the tournament but you've got teams that are coming along in the west that we've seen 
Uh, UTEP is is not one of the leaders in the West, but uh, they beat us on the road. They've beaten some other pretty good teams, but Southern uh, Southern Miss and Louisiana Tech look like the, the and North Texas look like the three best teams in the Western Division. So I don't know how the tournament is going to whether it's going to be East against East or East against West to start the tournament. But it'll 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 start with the lower seeded teams on Tuesday and then go Wednesday to the third and fourth seeds and then to the uh, the automatic Well, it's going to set up, I'm sure, that the, the two number one seeds are going to be on opposite brackets for yeah. sure. And you're going to be off bracket from your number two team in your on your side. Right. There's a, So there's a chance that uh, if the Raiders uh, uh, make it to the semifinals, they could be matched up against – Charlotte or Old Dominion or one of those. Tell me about uh, the Western Kentucky game, by the way, two weeks ago. Uh, 97-93, that's an unheard of score. Uh, and middle uh, was up well, inside three minutes in double figures. Had one of, the, one of the hottest first quarters that I ever remembered. 32 points in the first quarter. And uh, the freshman, uh, Jalen Gregory, hit, hit like four straight three-pointers to open the game. Up 32 to 19, but then Wester just started chipping away, and and by the time we got to the fourth quarter, the Raiders had a substantial lead, uh, 14 points going into the last quarter, and made the first basket in the fourth quarter to go up 16, and then Western went on a run that you would not believe. At one point, they hit 10 consecutive baskets, and about four of them were three-pointers, and that can cut into a, a lead in a hurry. And the Raiders were just missing shots, close-in shots, and it was just one of those days. When the wall starts coming coming down, it comes down on both it ends. Really sometimes, does. It does. Yep. So, it really uh, does. And on the men's side, the, the the way Conference USA plays their tournaments, they're both played in Dallas simultaneously. Right. Uh, and so the the guys uh, again, I think that that's going to be a wide open thing too. North Texas appears to be. The, the the class of the 14 teams. Yeah, all the power, uh, just the opposite of the girls' side, the men's side, all the powers in the Western Division. Other than Middle Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. other than Middle Tennessee, right. Uh, so. uh, it, because Middle was up going into Wednesday night, was up four games with two games to play. I mean, who has a lead that big in any conference, in any place? Rare that that happens. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think you're going to be right there. Uh but North Texas will be the odds-on favorite. If you look on the, all the, the bracketologies that are out there, they they project North Texas. And, and Dick, I'm a Raider fan that I am, but I got to look out of my blue glasses and see that North Texas is probably the, the team to beat. And uh, but I said before we got into the situation that uh, we won the Eastern. But way back in January, I said Middle's going to be a tough out in the tournament. No doubt about it. Uh, now they've achieved enough to know that they're going to be more than a tough out. And the fact that they got that double bye is just huge. So any ball club. Yeah, Coach McDevitt's done, a, done an outstanding job this year, and he's he's got those kids playing together. And you know he lost his point guard before the season started, and uh, but you know the uh, the the kid from uh, from Blackman has stepped in, taken over the point guard position, and then he's got uh, some some great kids off the bench. He plays about 10 players a game. So. Yeah, well, I, Donovan Sims, a uh, kid from Blackman that's been here for a long time. Yep. Uh, current, he's here in the Kermit era, 
which is yeah i think he was the last of, of kermit's players he, he is that for sure and and so so delighted that he's reached the thousand point plateau yep. a couple of games ago good good kid and uh, uh might also mention the middle had a 610 kid inside that's hurt that hadn't played right. all season long so uh what next year will bring for both teams if the portal and if this that and the other doesn't hurt any of the teams both teams have a chance to have awfully good teams next year as well. Anymore, you can't look too far in the future, can you? It's uh, it's just a, a day-to-day, week-to-week proposition. Well, no. And as Coach, I think Coach McDevitt said, it's it's more about roster management now than anything else. Don't you know that schools are at our level, if you develop a good kid, you have to recruit them back to your team again. Uh, now, at the SEC level, if you're at Kentucky, you're looking for good players too, and people are looking to get there. But uh, you're going to see some shuffling of rosters there. I mean, uh, I think last year the average in the United States college basketball was four kids from each school uh, on average entered the portal. That's on top of graduation. Yeah. You, you talk about shaking up rosters. It, it, you're right. You can't tell year to year to year. But – fingers crossed with the recruiting class i know that the ladies have coming in if if all return that can return and the, and the kids show up that, that should uh next year should be an awfully good year too yeah coach uh, ensel had three early signees and uh they are all good quality players coming out of high school and to mix in with those he's got coming back yeah Things uh, look pretty good for the future. All right, let's take that last break, and we'll come back and finish things up on All Four Stars. It's so important that we recognize our veterans, shake their hands and say how proud we are of the service that they have given to our country and that we thank them for that. I am Becky Bookner, and we salute our veterans. Good afternoon. Still heavy as expected on 24 coming in from Davidson County. Stop and go up and down sections of Middle Tennessee Boulevard. Tons of radar, at least it was earlier on I-24 as you continue towards Manchester. Warmer weather is waiting for you right now at Pensacola Beach. Book your next getaway. PensacolaBeach.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at Sir Pizza. You can order Murphy Sproul's favorite pizza online. SirPizzaTN.com. Carry out and delivery for dinner tonight at SirPizzaTN.com. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer, find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. You've seen the ads out there, companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. 
All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. This portion of All Sports Talk brought to you by First Bank. Banks across the state of Tennessee, all over Murfreesboro, and Dick Palmer shaking his head. You've known those people from First Bank longer than I have, haven't you? Well, yeah, they're they're headquartered in Lexington, Tennessee, uh, the home of my friend Dan Hughes, and uh, we, uh, we've we done business with them for a long time. Good folks there. That's where we bank with All Sports Talk, and I hope you'll uh, check them out if you need biz- banking services, to be sure. Uh, let's go back to baseball just a minute, Dick. Uh, we talked about the major leagues still in a lockout situation. What's going to crack that thing? Do you any ideas in your mind if you were there? What what you could? I don't lend know. To the I don't know that the, the fans are going to have a great impact on it. But uh, the fans need to the fans need to put start putting pressure on maybe both groups to to try and get these negotiations back uh, going. We've already lost the first uh, what two week or first two weeks first two of series, the I think is what they said yeah. so far. So uh, they should be in the middle of spring training right now, ready to start the season. I personally think the season starts too early anyway, so uh, I would I would think a, a middle of April would be a good starting point for a major league season. But then they play so many games and, and have to have so many off days, it, uh, it necessitates going to an earlier start, I guess. Your thoughts on Nashville retain, getting a Major League Baseball squad. You know, five years ago it was kind of brought up, and I think we all kind of giggled about it. Uh, but as Nashville grows and grows and grows, uh, you got to wonder if they're not going to be in, the, in, that, in that hunt within the next five to eight years. I think they will. It's not unrealistic, uh, given the fact that they've, they've had great support for the, uh, for the Titans and the Predators. And I think Nashville's a big league city right now. If they if they did get a franchise, they would be one of the smaller uh, cities in the league. But uh, small cities have done well with franchise. Look at Green Bay, Wisconsin. The uh, <laughs> the key, as I understand it, is really more about corporate sponsorships than it is about how many people get through the gate. Even yeah. though you want to make sure that you get people through the gate, key as is well. always money. Yeah, it's always but, money. Uh, with the corporations moving into Nashville, the ones that are already here and those that have plans to be here and so forth, uh, those corporations have reason to want a major league team here, don't, don't they, to, to try to make, make the, the well, I don't profile of the city better? There's no doubt about that. And uh, Nashville has, had, has a good uh, sports council, which has been very active. And, and in fact, there's, a, uh, there's an organization, uh, Nashville – Major League Baseball, which has been intact for a few years now, working to that end to get a team. Where are we going to put the stadium if we get it? Well, I'd it? like to see them put it uh, here in Rutherford County somewhere. <laughs> you know that, and that is possible. Oh yeah, one, one of the outlying counties may be the one that they go to. Yeah. you know that, even though Atlanta is in Marietta, that's still full. Yeah, County, the, isn't it? the Rangers are in Arlington, Texas, but Marietta is not at, at quite Atlanta. Uh, and there are uh, places would do that. Uh, of course, the, the New York Giants haven't played in New York City in years. Right. Talking about football, right? Uh, the Jets the same way. They're both in New Jersey, so not unheard of to see. Uh, but uh, yeah, somewhere on the 25, 20 I twenty four quarter that might happen. Uh, again, we're getting ahead of ourselves a bit, but uh, it could, could be. Uh, 
the most logical position if they could do it, but I don't think that's going to work. I think it'll do it down there by the stadium. Uh, but uh, I think I think the, the Titans are have plans to use that property for another means themselves. I think they they're talking about a new stadium down there. I've I've often wondered, you know, why tear down a perfectly good facility when you already have it. But uh, they say it will take a lot of money to, to get it back up to speed. I don't know about all that, but the the, the uh, perfectly good is compared to the new stadiums going up. Dick, State of the art <laughs> are, are not. I'm with you. I mean, if you got a seat, you can see the game. Why is that not that stadium not good enough? Well, Atlanta, baseball, Turner Field, 20 years old, I thought it was a wonderful stadium. I thought it was great, yeah. That, and, it was and, not in a great part of town. And that, that had a great – And parking obviously. was a problem. But, uh, no, it was a great stadium. To me, it would have been simpler to put a, a subway transit line out to the stadium about three wide yeah, and just shuttle people in and out that way as opposed to – what they did, but uh, Marietta, as maybe Wilson County or Rutherford County or Sumner County or Will- Williamson County, comes along and says, "We'll make you a real deal here, yeah. guys." Yeah. And if if, if that were to happen, uh, make it easier to get outside the. the Probably area. won't be in my or your lifetimes, Tim. But I think it'll, well, it'll happen you're, someday. You're, you're a little older than me, Dick. Maybe I, <laughs> I, I may make it. I don't know. We just have to see. Uh, well, as I say, lots going on. You will cover baseball at some point for Middle Tennessee. The, the season has not started out particularly well. What's, what's your outlook on the Raiders baseball? Well, the Raiders are uh, four and six. They got a lot of kids back from last year when they, they made a good run toward the end of the season. Uh, this weekend series at South Alabama, which is uh, probably a top 25 team, a team that, that won in the regional last year, won the, uh, won the Sun Belt and went on to win uh, – a game in the in the regional or the super regional, uh, very strong baseball program. So we'll see how the, that series goes. It'll be on the radio tonight at six fifteen. Bob Jameson, as we mentioned, will have the call there, and they'll play again tomorrow afternoon and Sunday afternoon. Uh, Sunday afternoons will be on the radio, and Saturday afternoons will be a live stream because of the basketball conflict. But uh, I think this weekend uh, will go a long way toward. Uh, Telling how the Raiders are going to do early in the early in the conference season. Well, let's go through the schedule one more time. Between two bright men, we may get this right. No games on schedule around the, the region at all tonight. No, lots going on tomorrow. Lot Middle tomorrow. Tennessee baseball, Middle Tennessee basketball, Lady Raider basketball as well. High school basketball tomorrow night. Girls substate. Two okay. girls substate games. Oakland at Bradley and Meigs County at Blackman. That right. one will be the one on the air. Uh, Sunday baseball. Boys substates are Monday boys night. Boys substates Monday night. Stewart's Creek will be right playing along against Cane Ridge in that one. So uh, lots taking place, Dick. It's a busy time of the year, but it's a fun time of the year. And the weather today That's in why they call it March Madness, Tim. It's, uh, you know. It, it is March, isn't it? In, in past years, the month of March has just been, it just goes by like a blur to me. You know, it's, you look forward to it, you look forward to it. Boom, it's here, and then it's gone. Then you're looking forward to starting another season. Dick Palmer, voice of the Lady Raiders, voice of Middle Tennessee baseball, is with me. Appreciate you being here, Dick. Enjoyed it. And we will wrap things up there and uh, get out of the way. I'll be back on the air Monday, I guess it will be, with All Sports Talk. Have a good weekend.
All sports talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ears Funeral Home, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.